0: Support for RETCOND comes from Roofless Solar, providing off-site solar array communities that produce energy for customers with no maintenance or equipment to the homeowner. Custom solar-powered energy options available for all architectural home styles and also available to business and personal renters. Now available in New York. RooflessSolar.com. Hut, hut, hike. Welcome back to another episode of Retcon, a podcast of assorted geekery. I'm Rick Marshall, and today we're talking football. 8-bit, pixelated, gloriously addictive football. This year marks the 25th anniversary of the release of Tecmo Super Bowl, which arrived on shelves in 1991 for the Nintendo Entertainment System, the first video game to ever have licensing rights for both the NFL and the NFL Players Association. Tecmo Super Bowl let players take control of their favorite pro football team and, with a little luck and some intense button mashing, take them all the way to the championship. Widely regarded as one of the greatest and most influential games ever created, Tecmo Super Bowl took sports games to the next level, with its attention to detail regarding individual players' abilities and reflection of the league as the real-world fans knew it. A quarter of a century later, the game continues to inspire an active fan base that takes it upon themselves to offer up modified versions of the game at regular intervals, featuring the current rosters and teams in the NFL today, and tournaments that gather the best Tecmo Super Bowl players from around the world to compete against each other. In honor of Tecmo Super Bowl's 25th anniversary, we spoke to TecmoBowl.org founder Matt Kenobi, who's helped keep the fires of Tecmo Super Bowl burning for more than a decade by releasing new, updated versions of the game each year on his site for the fan community. Free to download, these hacked editions of Tecmo Super Bowl feature up-to-date rosters, performance-based player stats, and a host of features unique to the updated versions of the game, but still right in line with everything that makes Tecmo Super Bowl such a beloved game. Hey, matt thanks for uh, joining us here on RecCond. uh first off i just got to ask you give me a little bit of background on, on your history with uh tecmo super bowl over the years great
1: to be on here well I, I actually didn't start playing until college which would have been uh 1995 about four years after the game came out my college roommate had the game and we started playing the first time he he played against me he just uh it just destroyed me, and then it, it got to the point where we got a whole season going with our floor and got to the point where I was playing so much I actually had to put a, a Band-Aid on my thumb because I had such a bad blister. So I just kept going uh, from there ever
0: since. That's fantastic. So what first gave you the sort of idea, to the, the plans even, to start? you know, updating uh, Tecmo Super Bowl over the years to start making it this, this sort of ongoing project uh, that it's become for you?
1: So, I yeah, I played throughout college and um, after that uh, I started uh, frequenting Tecmo Inc.'s uh, message boards about that and about the game and got to... I meet a couple guys on there and uh you know Tecmo uh, figured out that there were actually uh tools available to to edit the game. Uh figured out that uh Tecmo wasn't super happy about us talking about modifying their game, which is understandable. So uh, I've got a, a computer programming background so I basically I started up my own message board and it just has kind of grown from there. Uh we started out with fairly simple edits like player names, attributes, and then it's just continuously grown from there to where taking it from a 2018 game to a 32 team game, which is a much more difficult uh, when you're talking about modifying a NES game from 1991. So it's kind of been just an evolution. And then I started putting out a yearly roster in 2007 as sort of a a promotional sort of deal just kind of to get our name out there and have been doing it ever since.
0: Yeah, and it seems to have really uh, taken off, too. Uh, I think it's fantastic that we can kind of have people who didn't maybe play Tecmo Super Bowl back in the day now are getting acquainted with it uh, because of, the, of all the modern rosters and the modern players and, and all of these types of things. Do you find yourself interacting at all with people who maybe uh, uh the, the modern versions of it that you're doing? Are their first sort of experiences with Tecmo Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, all the time. Uh, actually, so you might have noticed that... <laughs> Uh, Kia has been trying to sell cars with Bojax. They actually, you know, communicated with uh, Tecmo, uh, which is now Tecmo koai about licensing the Tecmo name for their commercials. They will play these on Sunday night football games, and on Sunday nights uh, we'll get huge spikes of traffic of people who, who see these commercials and, and Google just Tecmo Bowl. So... It's it's a forum. It's we've got a uh, you know welcome section. So there's constantly people just popping in saying, hey, I didn't know that this was out there, and it's great to see that other people have you know used to play Tecmo Super Bowl 20 years ago. The other the other big thing is that we actually have a lot of um, in-person tournaments.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask about these. Sound fantastic! It seems like the natural evolution of you know what you started doing in college, playing with friends, and and what I confess to have actually done myself with some coworkers one time. We started a uh, a Tecmo league in the uh, in a break room once that carried on over the course of uh, quite a few months.
1: Yeah, there's always been. I would assume that there's always been kind of small get-togethers or small tournaments throughout the the country. Like in the early 2000s, I might I've got a couple of times where I've got 20 people. to to go to a bar tournament or whatnot in Around 2006 or 2007, these brothers from Wisconsin got a tournament going in Madison to the point where they've had they've they've had to cap it at 256 entrants and they turned people away. And ESPN has done a couple segments. SportsCenter was live from there last year, and then ESPN did a uh, a documentary on the tournament two years ago. So it's there's been sort of a an explosion year by year uh, of these in person tournaments it's been a neat part of this experience to get to put a face to a lot of names of people that i've i've known for over a decade
0: yeah the forums especially on tech are really active and it seems like you got a really vocal active fun audience there, fan base there and i'm just curious when you're putting together these modern you know rosters where you're modernizing the the game and sort of you know incrementing it every year or even as i've noticed throughout the season how much discussion goes on around which players should get which stats, which ones should be juiced a little bit over the course of the season, um, or maybe, you know, depending on how they play, maybe brought down a little bit over the course of the season. What's the discussion that takes place maybe around uh, some of those uh, decisions?
1: Honestly, not a whole lot. Uh, and here's why. I, like, for the uh roster that gets put out is a once-a-year sort of deal. It's a preseason. And I've found that over the years there are a lot of disagreements on attributes and rosters, which is perfectly normal, which is fine. It's a lot to sort through. The bulk of the work is done by one of our great contributors to the board, a a guy by the name of Buck, and then myself and and another member will do some QA on that. I wish I had the time to pour over the stuff a lot, and I used to a bit back in the day, but it's just not feasible for me to do this. However, there are other people who put out uh, ROMs that they might update on a daily or even weekly basis, and it's possible for people just to go and make their own modifications as well. So I kind of think that's how Madden does it as well. It's Madden's almost like basically one person who does it. So it's just, it's, it's hard to be collaborative about something like that.
0: I bet. Do you ever feel that sort of uh, twinge towards juicing some of your favorite players uh, in the game? That sort of thing? Like maybe a player from Nebraska or maybe... Uh...
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I will do... If there's sort of who's going to be the, the third or fourth running back and it's, uh, and, a, and it's somebody from Nebraska, I will tend to include that person. <laughs> uh, but overall, it's not some, I, uh, when we do this, wrong, it's it's something that we try to keep along the levels of how the original was put out, where the original really gave a lot of weight to big-name star players,
0: Bo Jackson's Um, in the Howie Longs.
1: Exactly. And the other thing is after so many years of this, it's very apparent that you can never get this right, so that's not something that I worry about anymore. I know it's going to be wrong, and that's (laughs) that's fine
0: <laughs> that seems safe I, I one thing I also wanted to ask you too, what you mentioned, you kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier what are the sort of rights issues related to doing this I know as long as you're not you know selling it or that sort of stuff that you usually kind of that you can keep kind of clean but have you have you heard much from the uh, from techmo about what it is that you're doing have you have you gotten any backlash about it
1: well I, its techmo really isn't these days in the NFL you know the this isn't right you know, this isn't something that they really do anymore. It's something that we're honestly we're just not big enough to hear from Tecmo or the NFL or whoever about this. So yeah. it's it's just one of these deals where we're not making any money here, so it's,
0: it's for the nobody fans.
1: Really, <laughs> nobody really seems to care in that regard. So Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just not, it's just not something a corporate lawyer would care about.
0: (laughs) But the fans certainly do. Uh, what's sort of, uh, you know, you said that the Wisconsin tournament had be capped at uh, 250. Do you, do you find yourself over the years, sort of the number of fans kind of growing and having to deal with a, a much larger fan base for what it is that you're doing?
1: Oh, I mean, it kind of grows and it shrinks. Uh, We've got, we actually have online leagues, where you can, you can play this game online, you can play it uh, against other people. And, and those actually we, we see more shrink on just because people who used to play in these things, they, they have kids now, they have jobs now, they have a, a lot more taking up time in their life. So it's, it's just one of these de- deals where it kind of ebbs and flows.
0: Oh, certainly. Well, I hope that uh, I hope that it keeps uh, flowing for you guys because I'm really enjoying what it is that you uh, you do there at uh, org And I really thank you for joining me here. Any any other outside of the the most recent tournament there? Any other uh, things to keep uh, look out for in the future uh, related to Techmo?
1: Actually, that Techmo Madison tournament coming up here in April. It's going to be the 13th Techmo uh, Techmo Madison 13. Uh, Return of the Mac. As the tournament always has a uh, a pun-based theme, so that's a Kevin Mack reference for you.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for joining us here, and I, I really appreciate our chat, and uh, good luck in, uh, in in any future games that you're competing in yourself. Thanks. Thanks for having me. That was Matt Kenobi of TecmoBowl.org on the 25th anniversary of Tecmo Super Bowl's release for the Nintendo Entertainment System. This has been Retcon, a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. Our producer is Patrick Garrett. I'm Rick Marshall. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast app of choice. It lets us know you're out there and want to hear more.